Yo, this is the Ancient Texan on a Saturday in the middle of November. Thanks for being here. Got some ideas to throw out. I'd love to hear what you think. You can actually send a message. And I don't know, I've never got it one sent to me, but I assume I could let that become part of the podcast. I want to look at Facebook. You go, ah, everybody's covered that subject. I think I have a couple of uh, new ideas. I don't think they're earth-shattering, but I think they'd make a difference. I like Facebook from the point of view of it let me keep in contact with a lot of people out of my past. Unfortunately, most people that are as old as the ancient Texan are not on Facebook. They're not computer literate, so there's a whole truckload of people that uh, I can't follow. Sometimes I can follow their kids and and directly get information about their parents. So... Facebook is this marvelous machine that lets you connect with people. I'd argue that most of the time it's a little superficial and that there's not a lot of thinking going on. It's kind of picture-based and short. Um, What do they say that when a political figure has all these talking points and these little snapshots in time of somebody. Uh, Not much depth to them, not very real. I find a lot of Facebook is like that. But I do like keeping up with, with old friends and stuff as much as that does let me do it. And I don't actually have any other way. I've drifted apart so much that I don't have most of them. I don't even have, um, no, in some cases, where they are. And I don't have email addresses and telephone. And I'm not a very good telephone person. So Facebook's pretty good from that. Of course, we're all aware of the one of the big problems, Facebook, that apparently the Russians noticed before we did. that it's very easy in fact the function of Facebook is to break us into tribes special interest groups is what they would call them but people that think like us and it could be people that you know like the same kind of knitting we do or same people that have the same hate group political party ambitions hobbies whatever um, that didn't work for me very well, actually. I'm, I always say I'm 67% blue. I'm probably actually a little bit lower than that. I'm kind of drifting down instead of up at the moment. I'm about 60% blue and maybe 20% old. 
Republican and 20% progressive and 5% libertarian. That, I mean, I, I take ideas from wherever I hear them and presented to me and trying to kind of weave them into my view of life. So Facebook doesn't work real well for me. It, it tends to give me uh, mostly pretty progressive libertarian, very progressive, that's a Freudian slip there, progressive democratic um, people that I follow. Uh, I wouldn't say any of them is that I follow is like a master of 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 thought and new ideas. They're mostly people that are passing around little bullet points uh, from all over the web, little snippets. The people that don't have time to read and think about something would like glom onto. things that show how bad Trump is or how bad the Republicans are without much depth and getting into you know thoughts and concepts and ideas and policies positions it's kind of like a you know, a newsstand where you used to have these, I guess you'd call them like Hollywood magazines. They're the lives of the rich and famous. So from just a reading point of view, I Facebook doesn't do much for me. It puts me with people that I'm comfortable with and they're reasonably comfortable for with me, although it doesn't actually put my stuff on many other people's pages because I stay stuff that's not comfortable, like saying I'm 20% Republican is like make some people that are, you know, died in the blue religion very uncomfortable. So Facebook, um, doesn't do much with me. It doesn't take my podcast and spread them around because my podcasts are not. I I like to believe I'm not just one sided. So Facebook is this thing that groups people. Of course, it groups the haters and the lovers, and it gives them different information than it gives me. I'll call. It gives the haters different information and the hard, you know, the hard right, alt right, the white supremacist groups. It gives them different information than me, and it gives, I'm sure, it gives progressive different information than me. My my stuff is not doesn't quite go anywhere. So Facebook's not a, you know, lover of. The ancient Texan. And we all know the harm, or we've heard of the harm, and we have a big story about how the Russians harmed our previous election. And that how 
conspiracy theories thrive on the internet. And I think they're, you know, anything that's not the truth, uh, or at least the closest we can be to truth. I mean, I think you have to strive for truth. Getting to truth is obviously not easy. But I think it's the striving that's important. And I'm not sure, you know, what looks to me like just making up shit qualifies. And I think it does a lot of harm for our country. And moving forward, I don't think we can survive this living in two different world thing. I don't think we'll see if Biden can do it, but I think it's going to be very hard for Biden to do anything. Um, I think Pelosi's pretty hard left and I want to call him McDonald McDonald the farmer we'll just use that that's close enough Um, hard right got their points of view and if they don't get their way with a COVID package it won't go through and with everything else infrastructure package distribution package for the vaccine I mean these these are some things that we need agreement on and we need to get right do better and Facebook is part of that keeping us apart and there's going to be a real tendency to want to regulate it the conservatives want to regulate it because media, they say, and they would probably include Facebook, is pro-liberal. And I actually think there's some truth to that. Um, you know, Fox is the big exception. But media in general, I think, is pro-liberal. Um, I would even say hard liberal. Facebook pretty much knows the answers for the liberal cause, and I think those are more widely distributed. It's hard for me to know because I don't see what my Republican friends see. So conservatives want to control it because they're biased toward liberal. Liberals want to control it because of all these wild conspiracy theories that seem to come up from the alt-right and the hate groups from the alt-right. And the conservatives would say, you know, the... uh, uh, What's the black group? Not the Black Lives Matter, but the... I'm having a senior moment. That's what you get here on the ancient Texan. But anyway, that uh, both sides would like to regulate it because of Facebook and their perspective promotes things that they don't believe in. Of course, we have the thing called, you know, First Amendment and freedom of speech. And that's really important. But where you go from, you know, hate speech and, you know, liable, what's, what's, 
when you're telling untruths about someone and destroying their reputation and who they are. That's difficult even in the real world, even when you're not in Facebook. But, you know, we recently had the the professor in France that uh, discussed um, the cartoons that made fun of Muhammad. And then he those hate hate Facebook posts as I understand it and then um, I don't know if he beheaded the professor or those just pictures that he showed of beheading the professor but the professor that showed the um, cartoons got killed And he was in exercise in his freedom of speech, but it, to the a lot of Muslims, that's blasphemy and it's not allowed. So there's a clash of cultures there. So we believe strongly in this freedom of speech. And so if regulators come in and the government regulates Facebook, um, sounds like a delicate line to walk between freedom of speech, hate speech, conspiracy theories like pro-conservative, pro-liberal. Wow, that sounds like a mess. So I I have two very simple suggestions that I think would make a whole lot of difference on Facebook. And they're both very doable. And I think it would be an incremental improvement. And maybe if we made an incremental improvement, then the light at the end of the tunnel, we would see how to approach Facebook and the problem that it poses and the threat I think it poses for our society. My first suggestion would be that you have to be a real person to be on Facebook. You have to have some kind of positive ID. You can't just make up an email address and get on Facebook. There's got to be a real person that's making posts with an ID. It's a little bit scary because, you know, you don't want people to come find you. But I think if you're real afraid, you just, you don't post. So this would make it easier to say who's responsible for what's being posted. It's now clearly the individual that's doing it, the real person, not just a made-up hypothetical meme that's saying nasty stuff. It's a real person. Probably scary to a lot of people, but uh, most of us on there are real people and we use our real names. So this would make all of us on there would have to be real people. And then, you know how posts are shared and get passed around and conspiracy theories get passed around or nasty stuff about somebody gets passed around? There ought to be like a, this post came from 
John Doe, November the 5th, 2020. It was first posted. And he's, he's the author of this. Someone changes it, makes it a little bit different, rewrites it. Well, they might even have, you know, and highlight words that are the same, you know, kind of plagiarism stuff. I mean, that's easy for Facebook to do. But your original words are, you own them. And then part two is the tracing back to the origin of a story. I think those two things alone would do a whole lot to make Facebook Facebook real, make people liable for what they say in a conventional, you know, the way the courts normally decide that stuff would be like in the real world where what you say has consequences and your first rights your right to free speech is also respected but make it real that's what I would like to see happen to Facebook then once we got that and we have a whole new world um, then we can look at you know these AI algorithms that put us in different groups but I think once we're all real on there and you don't have these extraneous posts floating around that have no merit um, we have a better starting place and a better place to look at what's honest and real and what's helpful and what's kind what's good what's bad if it starts out with real and attached to real people. Anyway, that's my two cents from uh, the ancient Texan. That's my values and how I would like to see things. I'm, you know, I'd love to know how you'd like to fix Facebook or even if you think Facebook needs fixing. I've kind of started with that assumption. This is the Ancient Texan, hoping you have a good day. And the rest of your weekend is bright and sunny. From a metaphorical sense. That makes sense? I don't know. (laughs) It's okay. Anyway, from the Ancient Texan, namaste. Yo, ancient Texan, just thought of one other small idea. I think a person, my proposal is that you have to register on Facebook and be a real person. Now, could you have a nickname that you use and keep your real name private? Yes. And the advantage to this is if you say something that's hurtful or liable... Facebook still knows who you are and you sign an agreement that you're responsible for what you say. And if somebody wants to place a lawsuit against you, there's some procedure that they go through and you have to be 
responsible for what comes out of your mouth and what comes out of your account. Now, there's also security issues there, like someone else get a hold of your account. But that's all, you know, execution stuff. The concept is you need to be responsible, and you don't necessarily have to feel unsafe to do that. Facebook probably knows who 99% of us are anyway. But this would just make it very clear to everybody that what you do and say on Facebook is just like in the real world, it has consequences. Anyway, that's just a, an addendum. Have a good one. Later from the Ancient Texan. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste. Namaste.